You're listening to episode 31 of Brave and Boss, the podcast. On this week's podcast, I'm talking all about June. What happened in the world? What's going on in business, in e-commerce, and where do we all go from here? So let's dig into this one. Welcome to Brave and Boss, a podcast for the purpose-driven founder who wants to grow their e-commerce business. I'm your host, Christy Sumer. I'm the CEO and founder of the Ethical Fashion Line Encircled, a conscious business coach and passionate about helping you break through your limits and build a brand that matters. Let's do this. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Christy Sumer, the founder of the ethical fashion brand Encircled and of Brave and Boss. I am so happy you've decided to tune in and join me for another episode. Um, A time of airing, this will be airing just the beginning of July and I wanted to do a recap of June. June has been an interesting month. I mean, I think if we think about 2020 in general, I don't know if many of us, like looking back, actually, I was just looking at the most popular episodes um, for the podcast. And one of the most popular episodes was how to plan for 2020. Um, And it's a really detailed episode building a strategic plan and talking about your goals and, and everything you want to accomplish. And when I think back on that episode, I think, wow, nobody ever could have seen what is happening in the world right now coming. And I think for us as small business owners, you know, being blindsided with COVID-19 and now all of the uh, protests and racial injustices that are being brought to light in the world that inevitably has impacted a lot of businesses as well. um, You know, it's gonna take a really long time, I think for a lot of businesses to recover in general. And um, we're just living in a time where, you know, you're watching really big brands go under and it's super scary. So I wanted to do this episode, not because I think I'm an expert on any of the topics of anything of significance that's going on in the world, but I just wanted to open the conversation um, because I think it's important to acknowledge what's happening on a couple of different levels and the impact on the business. And give you guys some ideas of where I'm taking this and how I'm trying to frame things in my business, which hopefully will be helpful for you. So to start, I mean, up here in Canada, I'm in Ontario, Toronto, Ontario. Uh, We're still on lockdown as of the recording of this episode, which is June 20th. Uh, Can't get a haircut, but can definitely go to a grocery store, Um, can hang out in a park and can form circles of 10 friends. That's where we're at here. So our office, our studio is still shut down. It's now been shut down for 90 days, which is about what we were expecting when this happened. Um, We were expecting to have it reopen probably in July. And that means that as an e-commerce business, we're still able to ship. So you're still able to do shipping and fulfillment, thankfully. Um, And we do receiving a product. And luckily now some of our factories in Toronto have opened up and our dye houses and knitters are opening. So it's definitely meant that we have more inventory available, which is a really good thing. I know that a lot of you are probably struggling with inventory right now. So I just encourage you to find a way to backfill inventory 
as soon as possible. If you don't have enough inventory, you can't make money. You can't sell anything. So you really need to figure out a strategy for replenishing that inventory. And I recommend doing it really quickly if possible. I know that can be very scary from a cash flow perspective, but what we're anticipating here in Canada is that there's going to be a second wave of the COVID-19 coming probably in the fall and another shutdown um, conversely. So we're trying to pre-build our inventory to pretty high levels because if there's another shutdown and that shutdown happens in and around Black Friday and holiday, we will be not in a good place financially for sure. So this is what I'm seeing as we kind of come to the end of this quarter two of the year is, you know, a shifting in focus for Q3, for sure, in our business. With COVID-19, we've seen e-commerce sales spike to an all-time high. There's been just the amount of change in e-commerce has been so massive, um, you know, and but it hasn't been enough to offset the decline in traditional brick-and-mortar retail sales. So um, a lot of same-store sales, which would be the sales of, you know, your store versus same store last year, um, in retailing are down. Um, total sales when a retailer, like, let's say like the gap looks at it, they they'll look at like same store sales. So they'll look at stores that are open this year versus last year. Um, and then they'll include maybe new stores that have opened and then that's their total sales. Anyways, most stores are down on every metric, um, except their e-commerce is typically up. However, it's just not enough to offset that. So we've seen, you know, over the past 90 days, J. Crew declare bankruptcy. Um, conversely, Madewell, um, a bunch of brands in Canada. Um, you know, it's very, very sad. Um, Elizabeth Suzanne, who is a brand that I've followed personally for years in the ethical fashion space, she didn't declare bankruptcy, but she decided to shut her business down. I think it was just too much for her. I don't, I don't exactly know. Um, so it's, it's really been quite a tough time. So firstly, I just want to say, if you're listening to this and you're a small business owner, I mean, you deserve a pat on the back. This is no joke. Like when we talk about, there's an episode that's also very popular on the podcast talking about the ups and downs of entrepreneurship. And like, this is the biggest down you'll probably ever experience in your life, um, in your business. So if you are still going to work, you know, Um, shipping out orders, um, keeping things running, then you are doing a great job. You know, I think we're all very hard on ourselves. And I know particularly I have very big goals for my business. And when I'm not meeting those goals, I'm like, I feel like I'm uh, failing. But, you know, I had a conversation with my mentor the other day and she said, you know, if you're making it out of June even flat to last year, that is like a heroic victory because it is a really difficult time for business. So, you know, take those successes that you have already this year. Um, you know, take the fact that you're still going as uh, as a sign that you're doing great work. And this is really difficult. It's difficult because COVID, when we're speaking about COVID-19 specifically, I mean, it impacts every area of your life from, you know, if you have kids, like they can't go to school and then you now all of a sudden you're homeschooling kids to, you know, for me personally, my dog walker stopped working. So then I was walking my dog all the time and I didn't have as much time in the day to work. Um, you know, a fear of getting sick and all that anxiety that goes along with that and worrying about your parents, your friends, everybody. 
um, missing important holidays, having to cancel events and weddings and stuff like that. Like it's, it's a lot. Um, so the resilience of us has to be celebrated because this is a really hard time. And then on top of it, the stress that comes with running a business. And if we say that running a business isn't stressful, then I don't know. I'm in the camp that it is really stressful. And I've always kind of lived there. I don't try to live there in a negative way, but I see all these people running businesses. Mainly, I'm going to zero in on life coaches on this one. And they're just like, super joyous because you know what? It's super easy to run a life coaching business. My coaching business brings me almost no stress because I have no inventory. I have like one VA who helps me edit, hi Shania, who helps me edit this podcast. Um, I don't have a five-figure payroll. I don't have, you know, um, $250,000 in inventory you know, so it's a totally different business model. So if you're listening to those podcasts, you know, with coaches, God bless them. Um, and you're feeling bad about yourself because you feel like everything's heavy. You know, it is heavy. This is heavy. This is heavy stuff. This is the work that if you can get through this and you can do this and you can come out alive with your business and healthy, then that is it. That is all you want to do this year, I think. So that's not to say like throw out your goals and whatnot, but let's just be a little bit kinder to ourselves during this time. So consequently with e-commerce sales spiking and retail sales softening in, um, you know, North America in general for retail, what we think is going to happen in the industry is that because retailers bought all this inventory and retailers buy so anybody who's familiar with the wholesale model of business know that retailers place their purchase orders for business way far in advance. So they would have been placing these orders for, you know, spring deliveries and um, fall del- or I guess, yeah, spring deliveries, summer deliveries in like last year. Um, so these places in many cases are trying to cancel their purchase orders. So then, you know, the brand gets stuck with the inventory, which is one of the reasons why I despise wholesale. But anyways... Or they're taking them and they're realizing that sales are down in retail. E-commerce sales are down too because people aren't maybe shopping as much for certain categories, specifically clothing I'm thinking about. And now they're having to mark everything down. Um, So what does that mean for you? Well, that means specifically if you're in a category where that category is having a tough time. So clothing, I think, is having a really bad time right now. Um, Even like loungewear is having a moment. and not doing as well, um, you know, you need to be ready for the fact that you're going to be competing a lot more on price. And that is very scary because I know that many uh, retailers and e-commerce retailers who listen to this podcast are really committed to their purpose-driven businesses and have sustainability and ethics and charity built into their business model. So just be aware that that's coming. And that's scary because your margins are so thin already. I totally understand it 100%. I know where you're coming from. But you have to figure out a way to generate cash at this time. And if you start to see, like one of the things I would watch for is if you start to see your velocity of your sales go down and you're you know, taking in this inventory, it's not selling as quickly, you have to keep it moving. I know it sucks to sell a product at a discount. I hate doing it too. Um, but as long as you're not selling it for a loss, 
then and you're not creating like I guess you know sale dependency like a JC Penney where they made you know they ran a sale every like day basically and made their customers super dependent on you know promotional pricing then I think you're okay you know it's a nice way to reward your customers they may see a sale as like a great opportunity to you know kind of justify shopping with your brand because again remember that like many people aren't going out as regularly anymore they're not going to work depending on what you're selling you know that is definitely an impact Um, And many people are reconsidering, you know, the composition of what they own already based on just being at home all the time. So you will be competing with big retailers like Nordstrom and um, up here in Canada, the the Bay and brands like that that just need to move product because they have overbought and they're going to discount. And those guys can really discount because a lot of them, you know, like Old Navy or The Gap, um or even like Aritzia up here as a clothing retailer, they can afford two slash prices because their margins are so high. They make everything overseas. Um, so you just have to be ready for that and ready to pivot if you start to see those key metrics in your business going down. Um, so the other thing I want to say about this is because more brands are going to be discounting and because that will put pressure on you as well, you obviously can't put everything on sale and nor am I suggesting that you do. But I also think it conversely is raising the bar for e-commerce. So that means that you really need to be on point with your brand and your website for e-commerce now because you have more competition than ever. Even though e-commerce sales have spiked in COVID-19, you know, more stores have gone online. There was an initiative in Toronto where, um, you know, Shopify partnered with the city of Toronto to get pretty much every retailer who has bricks and mortar presence that's part of a business improvement area online. So think about the influx of competition you now have for search engine, for for organic social media. And so now the bar is so much higher for you in terms of presenting your brand in a quality way, creating an engaging customer experience online, um, and making sure that you really have all your ducks in a row in terms of like setting up your shipping and you know, your product pages and your collections and refreshing your website. Like you can't just get by with being average right now. You need to be really good. And what really good means in e-commerce is going to mean some investment. You're going to have to invest in some stuff. And for us at Encircled, we're investing in copywriting. I've hired a copywriter to rewrite key pages on our websites. Um, We're also looking at our visual content and how we can upgrade um, photography over the next little while. Well, right now we're a little bit held back because we don't have we're not allowed to have photo shoots right now. But um, so those things are all really critical. So make sure you spend some time over the next couple of weeks and, you know, ask a couple of friends to go through your website. There's always weird stuff that gets left on websites. Like you find that page that has like that weird thing you put up in that sale, like Make sure you're cleaning up your website and making it as presentable as possible. And you're going to have to get scrappy with this, probably, depending on where you are. Um, And make sure that you um, are presenting a really compelling story and standing for something at this time. So let's go from here to talk a little bit about Black Lives Matter and the impact on business in that sense. So as many of you are aware because most of my audience is in the U.S. and Canada, you know, around the early 
June. So George Floyd, uh, a black man in the States, was killed by several police officers around the, I think it was the end of May. I think it was like around May 28th or something like that. And that ignited a huge movement in the U.S. and in Canada around Black Lives Matter. And that spilled into, um, in addition to that, fueling a lot of protests against uh, racism in the U.S. and Canada and globally. Um, it fueled a lot of other things. So it fueled social media pretty much shutting down for a week. So a lot of brands made statements and then went off of social media for a week. They didn't run ads. People shut down ads at least for 24 hours on Blackout Tuesday. Um, and many of them shut them down for the whole week. And it's necessary to do that, to be able to amplify voices during that time. I mean, one of the things that's come out of this is uh, I can talk, I'm going to do another episode where I talk a little bit about what we're doing at Encircled for diversity and inclusion, but we tried to buy a bunch of books for our team and they were all sold out. And in fact, one of the books is out of print, which means they didn't even print enough copies for the demand. And the New York Times bestseller list is almost exclusively black authors right now, which is so amazing and so needed. But if you're in a business where, you know, you're dependent on social media ads or social media in general for sales, it's really impacted a lot of businesses. And in general, the sentiment around shopping has been fairly negative for most of the month of June. So, you know, there's definitely a lot of money being funneled into black owned businesses, which is awesome as well. That is so great. And I don't know, like, I haven't seen any stats because there hasn't been anything reported yet about that impact. But we all know that shopping you know, voting with our wallet and shopping with our dollars is really important to creating change in the economy. But if you're running a brand and you're not in like a priority category right now, um, and in general, we've seen with the reopening of a lot of areas with COVID-19 kind of tapering off a little bit in certain areas and some not so much, um, you know, sales have been really bad in June for a lot of businesses. So I think this is... A tough month because there's a lot of sensitivity on social media. It's important to be really careful with what you post and how you position things. And it's important for you to, you know, use your business right now as a force for good in the world. That's something we're wholly committed to at Encircled. It's in our, you know, corporate documents because we're a B Corp. But I encourage you to do the same. And that may mean that this month is not about sales. And that's okay. Again, like super scary. I get it. It's like 90 days in a pandemic and you're already struggling. But fighting against the wave of what the world is going through right now and what the black community is going through right now is just so difficult. The more you can do right now to contribute to the Black Lives Matter movement to contribute to anti-racist work in your own life, in your business, your team, you know, the better. So we've really started to look at it, this at Encircled, like, you know, we we did a virtual pop-up for the last eight days at Encircled featuring Made in Canada brands, all exclusively female founded with a very diverse representation of BIPOC founders. And that pretty much generated us no revenue. You know, we got some Instagram engagement. We for sure gained some followers. Um, 
but we just wanted to use our reach to amplify other businesses. And that may sound like a really dumb business strategy, but for us, it just felt really good to help in any way that we can. So I encourage you, if you're feeling like June is just like an uphill bike ride, I say that because I just got my Peloton, um, you're also not alone. It is really hard. This is a really hard month for most retailers. Um, And so the more you can do to just create engagement, create conversation, create community right now, the better. It will pay off. I promise you this will get better. Um, There will be changes that are long lasting. We're very hopeful that this will be the tipping point for, um, you know, anti-racist work and the dismantling of systemic racism in the U.S. and Canada. But you have to keep doing something with your business right now. You can't just pack up shop. You can't just ignore it. You can't just act like there's nothing going on. You need to engage and be there for your community right now. So that's a tough one. And it really depends on your category, where you are and what you're doing. But I can tell you that there's a very, very large amount of collective pain in the world right now being expressed. And if you're not sensitive to that as a brand, it you look like you're tone deaf um, and you look like you don't care. And I know that you guys all care about your businesses. So um, just think about that. I'm going to do a future episode on diversity and inclusion once we're a little bit further into our work at Encircled about that. I don't consider myself an educator in that space, but I'll definitely share what we're doing. Um, and when I get into interviews, which was on my plan and on my roadmap, I'm definitely going to seek out um, I diversity and inclusion specialist to come on and talk to everybody about that and how that impacts their business. But there's lots of great content out there. I've been sharing it at Brave and Boss on my Instagram at Christy Sumer as well. And at encircled underscore, um, lots of black owned businesses, black, um, anti-racist educators, um, lots of content that you can dive into and, start to educate yourself, which is really the foundation. So use this downtime that you may be experiencing in June as an opportunity to educate, reset, re-strategize, and you know what, maybe even rest. That's something that I'm really bad at, but that's something I'm prioritizing right now as well too. So that is June. Thank you for listening. You know, I'd love to hear your experiences for you in June and how this month went and what you did and how you approached it. And the best place to do that is to join in the conversation. So we've got a free Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash brave and boss. We'll put the link in the show notes. Come on over, join. It's totally free. It's a community of, you know, primarily women identifying uh, founders who uh, really want to make a difference with their businesses. I think there's only about um, maybe 80 people in the group right now, but all very dedicated, all engaged, and all running product-based businesses that want to make a positive impact in the world. So we'd love to have you over there. So come on over and we'll see you there and take care and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Brave and Boss, the podcast. If you want to take your e-commerce brand to the next level, be sure to check out my website at christysumer.com, where you can find all the show notes, free resources, and blog posts, and principles to help you grow your online store. You can also follow me at K-R-I-S-T-I-S-O-O-M-E-R on Instagram. Find your purpose, make it happen. I'll talk to you soon.